Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. And the rest of the circus. Getting it in with Johnny Kim. Jiggy Jaguar. Jiggy Jaguar. Oh, I hear you on the radio uh, on the Facebook. JiggyJaguar.com. If you want a good time, I recommend the Rocky Money. Jiggy Jaguar. I order you to stand in the spotlight and growl at the women like a dog who needs a monster. Jiggy Jaguar. JiggyJaguar.com. Time is up. Satisfied? One customer choice. Not allowed. JiggyJaguar.com. You can't. Okay. That is, uh,. That is pretty offensive. Pretty offensive. Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Right now, 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, play guitar. Jeff, it's a great name, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Presenting. It's Mike Massey. And, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thanks very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Is the next edition of the big broadcast. You are tuned in, and I have got a very fantastic Hawaiian shirt on. You can go to our website, jiggyjaguar.com, watch live video, find us on Twitch, find us on something called Odyssey. I don't know what the hell an Odyssey is. It's not the folks who are going to have to pay out hush money to cool out starts to get him to shut the hell up not them completely different organization hell who knows maybe they'll have to pay money out to cool out starts too i don't know that's something for the sunday show tune into the world famous jiggy jaguar a sunday show the sunday experience the radio experience the jiggy jaguar experience each and every sunday on Well, all over various places. So, let's do this. Let's go to our so, next guest. You no, know, my battery could be out of warranty now because I didn't do this. What the hell are we yeah, doing? Yeah, I've literally never heard of it. Hey, chat. how you doing? Look at this. My two guests What's are having that? a chat with each other before hey, we do the show. Look at this. Great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, hey, this is anticlimactic. I want to, I want to keep talking here. I'm learning things. <laughs> you know, that is that is the one thing that Pam Oaks. Uh, I was putting her over the other day to a radio con radio person, and I said, Pam Oaks, findmeautohelp.com. If you ever need anything at all, go and find <laughs> Pam Oaks. But uh, we have got a great guest with us today. We attempted to do this last week, and we had some sort of, oh, yeah, somebody was going to take me to court last week, and that didn't happen. Um, so we decided to do that uh, the segment we were going to do last week. We're going to do it this week. And we have got a great guest with us today. Uh, he joins us live here on our big broadcast 
And um, John is with us. He is from, he is the founder and CEO of Drive It Away, driveitaway.com. And uh, he joins us today here in a broadcast and also the fabulous star of stage and screen, the woman who is busier than a fruit merchant, the great Pam Oaks is with us. And, uh, <laughs> and John, tell me and Pam a little bit about Drive It Away and, and, and our listeners, fill them in as well here. Sure, absolutely. And I, I would put my camera on, but I'm having trouble like with the the technical side of this, every time I hit the camera and try to get it on it, it won't work. But anyway, hey, that's fine. I'm not that good. You're good. So you're not missing. Um, so Drive It Away started out a few years ago. I've been in the in the retail car business a very, very long time, mostly on the, the uh, kind of sales innovation end. Uh, and it started out life a few years ago as a way for car dealers to rent cars to gig drivers. Okay. And we quickly found out that, you know, uh, most gig drivers that rent cars want to own them, but are credit challenged, um, down payment challenged. And so we switched the model then to one where it's subscription to ownership, where you pay in and a portion of what you pay in goes towards the down payment. So, you know, somebody that's credit challenged can usually buy a car, but it requires more down payment, right? 800 credit score can drive out with no money. Um, a, a 600 credit score of 550, usually 20-25%. So this was a very easy, transparent way um, to get the car you chose and drive it and drive it basically to be able to buy it. Now, there wasn't an obligation that someone buy it. If they wanted to turn it back in, they could, uh, but uh, it was a mechanism to do that. Then we discovered that there were a lot of folks out there that really liked this model. So we switched from really a, a, a gig driver clientele to a mixed clientele. And I think the majority of our folks now are nine to fivers. They might drive gig on the side. We don't prohibit that. Um, but the subscription is turnkey, transparent, includes insurance, right? Uh, includes maintenance and really was a mechanism. And, and this was a platform for dealers and they could put cars on uh, and, uh, you know, say someone's, someone's in the showroom, they have $1,000, they need 3000 to get the car they need. Normally, you know, the response would be, go get a cosigner, right, uh, or find more money. This was an alternative, right, here. We take the 1000 we'll spread out the 3000 over, say, four months. You drive the car today. Uh, if for some reason you decide you don't like it, bring it back, but you're always building towards down payment. Then a couple of things happened within the last two years. One is this incredible supply-demand imbalance, right? Uh, the crunch. Another is the, um, really, I would call it the entry-level employee crunch, right? Uh, where people started focusing. We actually had the largest contract labor organization reach out to us uh, and say, look, we, we've, we've, we've identified that the number one impediment to successful entry-level employment is a lack of personal transportation. And it's nice to say use public transportation, but it just doesn't go the right places at the right time. So we developed a program for them, piloted a program for them, and they, they developed a whole accelerator within the company. They were really large, they have 80,000 employees a week uh, to focus on this transportation issue. So we expanded out you know, our subscription to ownership that way. Um, the supply crunch happens and Few dealers have excess cars, right? Uh, our program really works for dealers when, when used cars depreciate, and ironically enough, for the last year, they, they appreciate it, right? So we took a step back and looked at what our program actually does. It, it takes 
uh, an upfront cost and spreads it out over a period of months for a down payment. But it also does something else. And this is unique. And this is where we got folks that maybe weren't credit challenged, but liked the idea of, hey, if, if I'm going to buy a car, I want to drive it a while, right? particularly a used car. Um, let me drive it a couple of months. I don't mind paying to drive it, but I want the ability to bring it back if it doesn't work, right? It doesn't work for me. It's not suitable. So we took a step back and looked at the entry-level EV market and said, look, what are the two biggest impediments to entry-level EVs? Now, I preface this by saying Mary Barra, you know, uh, made a speech last week, and she identified two things, and I have to believe her facts are, are, are true, right? They're looked up. One is that you know, EV purchases went up last year, but 98% were luxury or premium luxury vehicles, right? And that's 20% of the market. So it's a very small section of the market there. And the second was a real eye-opener. That one I'd heard before, that 98% of the people that bought EVs last year had two other cars, right? They owned two other vehicles, right? So the EV market really hasn't penetrated at all, you know, in what I would call, uh, you know, a single car household or entry level. And the two big impediments are the prices on average 20% higher. And there's a real suitability thing, right? Um, you know, in, in the conversation that just, you know, preceded this with, with uh, Pam, it's like, okay, what if it just doesn't work? What if my lifestyle <laughs> is, is, hey, you know, I'm charging this thing you know, and I really don't have the time and it does work. You want the ability to, to, to bring it back, right? Yes. And our platform does both of those, right? It spreads out that upfront cost and, and it's, it, it's kind of like an option. You have the option to buy and if you do, some of the money you paid in goes towards the down payment. But if you don't, you know, uh, you know, no loss, no foul, you bring the car back, switch it out for something else or whatever. So we took a step back and said, while this market is really doesn't have a whole lot of used cars, uh, we're going to uh, use our own money and work with dealers and put out some entry-level vehicles and pilot this program and, and you know, really learn the nuts and bolts of it, right? Um, you know, uh, Pam and I were talking about service levels and what service an EV needed and everything. Uh, understand the telematics, right? Understand the customer and, and put these out and, you know, give our customers an opportunity to, to drive an entry-level EV, uh, on the program. And so far, the pilots worked out well. And I've got to tell you, we haven't done a whole lot of cars because we can't get a whole lot of cars, right? Um, we just recently introduced Bolts. We started, ironically enough, with Polestars that aren't really our target market car, but we got a good deal on them. We could get them, right? I mean, that's a, a novelty. We just rolled out Bolts. We're going to be um, doing some plug-in hybrid escapes uh, with the dealer uh, and just getting our feet wet because you know, when you take a step back, right, no manufacturer's been successful selling entry-level EVs, right? Um, and, and we think the two big stumbling blocks are, A, they cost more. And you get some of that savings, you know, by reduced fuel expense while you drive, but they still cost more. And, you know, this whole idea, is, I need more than a test drive, right? I mean, I need to drive this thing around a month or two just to make sure uh, it all works. Uh, again, if you have two other cars that you own, you're not taking a big risk, right? I mean, you have two gas units, you know, like, but if this is the only car you have, there, there's a big risk, right, uh, that it may not work. And, and we think this mechanism is really, is really kind of neat uh, because it, it does give people a chance to try it, right? Uh, but if they keep it, they don't lose, right? They're, they're accruing money. So it's not only just kind of a, I would say, a credit challenge. It's kind of almost for everybody when we're talking about 
uh, talking about EVs. So, Pam, uh, you are the auto expert. What kind of questions and, and all this do you have for, for, Jeff, for John here? Well, Bev's battery electric vehicles, they do require maintenance. So who would cover the maintenance? Well, we cover the maintenance on the program while it's on our program, right? Uh, and usually someone, I mean, everyone comes in with the intent to buy. I can say that. This isn't really a replacement for rental. Uh, or subscription, uh, and typically that takes you know with, with the with the used car on the platform it takes about three to six months. Uh, with a new EV, now we're talking twelve months, right to eighteen months. So, um, really during that eighteen month period, we cover maintenance. Okay, so like if I hit a pothole, you'd cover the pothole. Well, damage there's damage, the tire? right? There, there's 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 maintenance, and then there's what we would call, you know, kind of like a lease, right? Excessive wear and tear, right? Okay. If there's, you know, regular maintenance is covered. If there's damage, that's that's something different. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, John, this uh, this program, what, what's been the feedback that you've gotten on this so far? We've really gotten excellent feedback now let me let me bifurcate that for um the normal program for a dealer for a used vehicle we've gotten really positive tremendous feedback 70 percent of the people in the program end up buying their car right uh, and awesome. when you look at the alternatives today for someone who's credit challenged they really aren't that good right um so I'll give you an example. The dealers in there, three or four-year-old used car, 60,000 miles. Now, this is when they had extra cars, right? I mean, you know, uh, now they can sell everything three times over, and the average price of a, a used car is over $30,000. It's incredible. Average price of a new car is over 48000 now. So things are not normal these days. But, but normally someone would come into the showroom um, or they would come into our app, uh, and, you know, they need 4000 down because of their credit, and they'd have 1000 and the dealer had no alternative, right? So get a co-signer, get more money. Now they could put them on our program, stretch out those payments over four months. That person is driving the car they select. Very, very, very positive feedback because, I mean, I don't know, if you were credit challenged and buying a car in the United States and, and mainstream, I would say uh, um, uh, lenders are blocked to you because you need so much money down. You move into what's called the buy here, pay here market. Are you familiar with with that term? A little bit. Oh yes, yes. Okay. From having so, uh, having my used uh, vehicle dealer's license. Yeah, that's. Yep. I never got involved in that, but. Well, I've seen I, I, other I think businesses that have. Yeah. Yeah, I think Pam. You know, just to talk to you a little bit of time, I can understand why. I mean, there are. There are ethical buy here, pay here dealers, but a lot of these folks do the standard. I'm going to take the vehicle and mark it up three times over. So in the old days, it was a five or six thousand dollar vehicle that someone paid eighteen thousand for, and then they paid whatever the state uh, cap was on interest, so twenty nine thirty percent interest. And the model literally was. Okay, you know I, the car's going to break down before the note's going to pay out. I know that as a dealer. If it if it 
if it breaks down, you know, kind of early in the process, that, that, that car's trash. But if it breaks down late in the process, I can lock the person into another car. I mean, it, it's the only piece of the car retail car business, I would say, that over the last 25 years or so, you know, hasn't hasn't evolved, right? It's, it's as bad as it was 25 years ago. It's sort of like payday loans, right? It's It's like, it's not illegal, but it's not a good experience for the customer. So, <laughs> so, so, so yeah. take our experience where now they can go into a legitimate dealer, find a three or four year old car, something that doesn't have 150, 200,000 miles, right? Um, they need a certain amount down. They can use our program to get there. And now they can go into a mainstream car that's going to, you know, uh, be in good shape, right? It, it's not probable that the, you know, the, the car will expire before the note will expire. So it's been very good. Now with EVs, again, we're just um, just piloting these programs, but the 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 positive feedback has been very very good. I mean, you know, folks are building to to, to convert. Again, with an EV, right, it's going to take twelve months to eighteen months. So we haven't had anybody convert yet, but we have people, uh, you know, diligently on the program. And, and and then the feedback's very good. And the feedback from the dealer, I got to say, is strong, too. Because, Pam, you mentioned you didn't get into that. A lot of dealers, particularly franchise dealers, won't get into buy here, pay here. Right? Right. They want to serve that customer, but it just is, is how do I put this? It, it's just they're not going to dip that low. They're not going to sell 200,000-mile units that are going to break down. They, they don't want to bother of collecting. They don't. It just feels sort of not right. Correct. But our program feels very right, right? Our our program is is kind of helping that customer purchase. They're enabling that. We also throw in um, on our nickel. There's a company called Credit Evolve that helps people with one-on-one credit counseling um, and credit remediation. We throw that in if a, a customer wants that, just you know, to help to, to help build credit, to help repair credit. So our dealers like that too because they're gaining a loyal customer that they wouldn't necessarily have. Right? Before, if that person came in, I'm getting some feedback. Sorry. That, 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 that's fine. You're good. Keep talking, my friend. Keep talking. Okay. So before, if that person came in and, and they needed down payment, they couldn't get again. They really couldn't say anything except, uh, you, know, you know, come back when you have more money. And that didn't make yes. anybody feel good, right? And now they can put them in the car, right? And they're building a new loyal customer base. So, yeah, I mean, I think this is sort of the evolution of this last bastion of retail for subprime credit that hasn't changed in 25 years or 30 years. You know? That is awesome. Now, there's one other aspect yes. to this yes. that, Go that ahead. we feel is, it will have tremendous growth, right? Uh, Pam and I, again, we're talking about this you know, earlier, that manufacturers are pouring billions of dollars into... Uh, manufacturing, you know, uh, battery electric vehicles. Yes. Um, And they have, in order to reach, to make money, in order to reach the goals that they need to reach, right, in in the time frame that they've determined to reach it, they got to hit more than just luxury and premium luxury buyers, right, (laughs) that that 20%. They have to uh, get that mainstream entry-level buyer, right? And none of them in the United States have been successful doing that to date. I mean, there's been the Nissan Leaf, there's been the Bolt, dismal sales, right? Frankly, right. And and I think a lot of it is because again, the price is higher, and you're taking a real risk as a single family or a single vehicle family 
right, without two extra cars in the garage that it might not be suitable. I think this is is the mechanism of the future. This subscription with optional ownership could be one of the mechanisms in the future that that get the volume, um, um, you know, kind of traction in EVs for folks who don't have two other cars. And this is the third car in the Tesla, you know. So as we wrap up here, uh, Pam, any more questions for our guest here? Do you expect any what they call um, charge anxiety where the driver is looking and they're seeing that their battery, their EMPG is like uh, 10, 15 miles and it's like I just charged it last night? Or are you catering to those who are going to be, how would you say, the infrastructure is going to be there that they can plug in and charge at lunchtime at work or so on and so forth? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and right now, you know, i got to tell you, we have the luxury of having so much demand in so few vehicles that we can select you know, areas of the country, certain cities, and people. Uh, and in this case, I mean, normally everything is through the app. It's very transparent, very easy. It's all digital. I got to mention this too. For all the talk of, of uh, um, you know, digital vehicle sales, you cannot actually sell a vehicle in any state in the country uh, digitally, right? You still need wedding signatures, but you can do subscriptions and rental all in an app. So this is all in an app and, and clean there. Um, we are counseling people as they come into the program and asking, you know. Uh, you know, are there charging facility? You know, where are you? And, and again, some areas of the country just wouldn't work. Other areas are much better. But also right. getting down to the personal level of how many miles they drive, you know, where charging units are. I, I'll give you an example. We did a car in um, uh, mid-New Jersey just recently. Uh, and the person lived in a uh, an apartment complex, right? Uh, and you know, we had to ask, you know, is it, and it's kind of interesting. States do incentivize high speed charge. The state of New Jersey, if you're an apartment complex, an MDU owner, you can you can get two high speed chargers, you know, paid for um, by the state if you ask for it. But there wasn't one there. And so we asked and said, you know, you realize this is electric. How are you going to charge? Well, it turned out she was, you know, uh, uh, less than a quarter mile away from a shopping center that had lots of high speed chargers. Right. So it worked. But but yeah, uh, we have the luxury today of really counseling before somebody gets in a vehicle. Now, you know, my, my prior comments to scale, once this scales to the level that I hope it gets to, um, then it's a little it'll get a little more interesting in that regard. But again, if somebody picks entirely wrong, that's the beauty of the program. I mean, they they, they take the vehicle and in, in two weeks they realize, hey, this is this is not working. I was almost stranded. Right? They can bring the car back. No downside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so you have a test drive for the test drive. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, and that's what we see in EVs for, again, if it's a third car in the garage, not much of a risk, but that's what we see in EVs in general. It's like, look, you know, your normal test driver, even take it home for the weekend, isn't going to work, right? I need to really, you know, get into my lifestyle to see whether this is going to be a problem or not. Mm-hmm. Well, before we uh, let you go, John, how do we get in touch with you on social media, websites, all these things? Well, um, 
First, I'll give you my email address. Easy to remember. John it, drive it away. Um, and I have a really long, complicated last name, but it also is my email. It's the second my email address. You can find me on, on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter, um, uh, John Passamato, uh, or John at Passamato, which is an alternate email address for me.com. Um, and just look up, drive it away. And, uh, you know, for good or for bad, we've gotten a lot of press lately. So if you Google me, you're going to, you're going to find me on, on, you know, in the media pretty regularly. That's awesome. So Pam Oaks, before we let you go, how do we, uh, get in touch with you and all the various things? (laughs) Well, you can still reach out to findmeoutohelp.com. I am here to help you become a savvy car consumer. That's awesome. Well, this I'm going to look you up. Like I said, just the conversation before this one was really, really enlightening. <laughs> hey, Pam, Pam is awesome. Uh, we love the hell out of Pam, and uh, she is uh, she is fantastic. So, yeah, you should do yourself a favor, John, and go look up the great and powerful Pam Oaks. And, uh, Pam, I will talk to you next week. And, John, thank you for doing That's this, good. brother. Thank you. Anytime you need me, just call up. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, there they go. And uh, we are going to take a brief time out. And when we come back, we will have more. So stay tuned here on our big program. Larry Tracy is coming up. hard to provide a better life for your family. The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help and you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us that the doctor 
deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. You're listening to the Jiggy Jaguar Show on the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi Bath System fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home appointment. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. By now you've heard about the new Burger King Angry Whopper. You heard right, the Angry Whopper. Made with onions and grown bean whip. Watered with jalapeno juice. When they were picked, they were looking for vengeance. <laughs> hot! Hot! Well, here at Dairy Queen, you might not have as manly a name, but we've got onions that were grown in prison gardens. They're bad onions. These babies will burn your mouth so bad we call them assault and battery burgers. <laughs> Someone call 911! <laughs> Angry Whopper. Ours burns so bad coming back out, we call it the sexual assault burger. <laughs> sure, the Angry Whopper might be the burger that bites you back. We've got the dumber Happy Meal. It won't just bite you back. Chop your head off. Store it in the freezer. We'll enjoy it later. Ask about our bipolar blizzard. You'll love it. You'll hate it. You'll love it. You'll hate it. You'll love it. You'll hate it. You can go to Burger King, get the Angry Whopper, or you can come to our Dairy Queen. There's a good chance you'll get mugged by our angry, bitter staff. Whoa. Stick them off. Dude. Thank you. Come again. Whoa. At our DQ, you're not just a customer, you're a victim. And maybe leftovers. in Kansas. Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. He's realizing Jiggy Jaguar is better than me. I'm totally serious about that, too. Presenting Jiggy Jaguar. I will use that forever. (laughs) I will use that forever. Tyler Hollywood could die 
And I would still use that. I would still use it. It is it is absolutely amazing. We are going to go to Larry Tracy, the fantastic Larry Tracy, who is going to join us here on our big program, as they say. And uh, Larry Tracy, I'm sure, is fired up. And so we will go to Larry Tracy. There's Larry Tracy, the fantastic Larry Tracy, the uh, best-selling author of Bring Home the Bacon, among other great books. And uh, the great Larry Tracy joins us today here on our big broadcast. So one of the things, Larry, that I wanted to get your thoughts on is there needs to be a serious, serious discussion on this Ukraine thing, because this has gone on for a while (laughs) what do you think about all this because there is so much going on here because that they're basically now five months into this thing yeah it's five months uh putin i think when he went into it thought it would be over in a couple weeks he'd uh he'd roll his tanks into kiev and that would take care of it he'd install a, a friendly government and that would be over as it was he badly, badly miscalculated the will of the Ukrainian people. And, of course, he, the the shortcomings of the Russian army were brought in so clearly. Uh, their logistics, their intelligence, uh, they, their, their lack of imagination, I guess one could say. Remember that 40-mile line of tanks? And I, I kept thinking of watching that. Boy, what a group of A-10 warthogs could do with that. But... Uh, the Ukrainians didn't have them, but we did get the um, uh, the uh, javelin and the and the other weapons in there that took care of it. Now we're into a different kind of war, whereas that was a tank war which the Ukrainians won. Now we're into an artillery war, and the Russians really have them outgunned. Although we're now sending in the HIMARS, which is a quite an effective system, the high high-mobility rocket system. But one of the problems here, James, is that Biden has put a restriction. They cannot fire into Russian territory. They've been very effective in destroying ammunition dumps and bridges and all these to really slow the Russian advance. But if the Russians had a little imagination, which doesn't seem to be their long suit, uh, they would pull all of those depots and command posts back into Russian territory, and by the agreement that Volensky made, we wouldn't be able to fire into uh, Russia. But they've they've kept them up there close to their troops, and they're getting destroyed. But the the Ukrainians only have 12 of these systems, and they're burning through the ammunition pretty quickly. There's another four coming in. Volensky said he needs 100. He's never going to get close to that. So... Um, we're into a stalemate at this point, and how long it's going to go. And, and then you get into the will. Uh, the Ukrainians have the will, but does the United States and to the NATO countries have the will to keep uh, supplying them? It's, uh, it's a, a big burden militarily as well as financially, because the, the, uh, the Ukrainian economy is just absolutely destroyed by this. There are weak growing country, and the Russians have blocked them from getting their wheat out. 
So it, it does seem to be we're we're into the midst of a of a long long slog right now. Uh, Millie, the uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said the war could go on for years. I I kind of doubt that. Uh, Russia might be able to keep it up for a long time because the sanctions haven't been that really that effective. The ruble is now pretty strong, and and as we get the real key is going to be as we get closer to the winter. That's when Europe is going to need that oil, and they're not going to get it because Russia is going to cut them off on it. So that could be a test and see how long Europe wants to continue doing this. And as long as we have our war on fossil fuel going on here with the administration, we're not going to be able to get the oil to them. So in that sense, it's a, it's, it's, it's a really bad situation, and I would say the the odds favor the Russians at this point as, as to be able to prevail. And, and unless they can get the European, the European countries can convince their people that the, a Russian win in Ukraine is a threat to them, to their countries, and that they're going to be willing to make the sacrifice and hunker down and be able to uh, get through with rationing and all the other problems. But I'd say by... By October, when the winter starts to uh, come in a little bit, uh, that's that's really the crunch point. If the uh, if we can last that long with Ukraine, if they can continue, uh, then then perhaps the Russians will will also have a problem because they're they're having a lot of difficulty. The, uh, the British intelligence, which is generally I think better than ours on this, has estimated they have lost fifty thousand soldiers so far. That is a tremendous percentage on the forces that have been committed by Putin. And they've lost a lot of artillery, loads of tanks. Um, now there's some talk about the U.S. and the European countries are going to provide fighter jets. That, that would have been helpful quite some time ago when Trump, Poland wanted to give the 29 MiGs. And Biden vetoed that and wouldn't let them do it. So uh, we'll see. At, at this point, we're at a big a big question mark on on Ukraine and what's going to happen. Uh, they're they're burning through so much ammunition and all that, all those uh, rockets and artillery uh, that are, are coming out of our uh, our and our NATO allies' armed forces. It's not 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 going factory to Ukraine. They're coming from the uh, supplies that we have our our own uh, force. So uh, can we ramp up uh, production? That's another area. So it's um, it's just a, a real big question mark at this point as to will Ukraine be able to hold on. We've got Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us here on the telephone talking a little bit about the Ukraine situation with all the various things happening. Um, now, Ukraine won the tank war here, but Russia is winning the artillery rocket war, as you've mentioned. That's right. Uh, the key question seems to be, what can the U.S. and NATO keep Ukraine supplied? Tell me a little bit about this, because there is a lot going on with this. Plus, there's the manpower situation and some of these other things that are happening. Well, they, uh, not much they can do with the manpower, but they could ramp up the supplies. They could send more in. And I, I just wish that Biden wouldn't be so intimidated with the idea of not wanting to provoke Putin. Uh, granted, Putin is a strange cat, and he does have 6,000 missiles, so we don't want to get World War III as a result of this, and there's going to be some 
gradual, I think, opposition starting to develop within the United States. Is it worthwhile going to World War III and having our own country destroyed for the salvation of Ukraine? And I think that's one of the things that that uh, Putin is counting on. Uh, so it, it's tough. I mean, I, I, I understand Biden's uh, limitations on that as to what he wants to do, uh, but because he's dealing with an, an unknown character, and that's, that's Putin. We don't know what his psychological uh, situation is. If uh, he gets rockets coming in to uh, Russian territory, is he going to then say, okay, strategic rocket forces, start aiming your ICBMs at uh, Washington, D.C., and New York, Chicago, et cetera? Uh, that means that he's also opening himself up for destruction. So that's, that's the old thing back in the 60s that we called mad, mutually assured destruction. Are we going to get to that point? And that's, that's, a, that's a tough call that everyone has to make. But at this point, all, all the Russians would have to do now would be to pull all those supply depots of theirs back into Russian territory, and that makes them uh, safe from uh, the rocket attacks Ukraine would fire because they're not going to fire into Russian territory. So that's the dilemma that we have at this point. We have got Larry Tracy with us today talking a little bit more about this Ukraine situation. Um, Another situation that uh, is with Europe, Um, Putin is maybe going to be cutting oil as the winter approaches. What, What do you think about all this? Yeah, well, that's that's what he's trying to do. He he wants to cut it back now so that the European countries are not able to build up a stockpile on that. He wants to start limiting it right now, and he's threatening to just cut it off. Now, that would mean that he would uh, lose a lot of money, but he's also been able to build up a good bit of his coffers by the high price of oil so far. So... um, what what can they do? One of the things would be for the U.S. to be able to supply more, but we're we're at a, at a bit of a bind because of the uh, drilling that has been limited by the uh, ending of the Keystone Pipeline. So that seems to be one of the keys that Putin is gambling on right now, to be able to do that to cause the European countries to say, well, let's cut a deal and see what we can do. At this point, the deal would be that Putin could be able to keep all the territory he has uh, on the eastern part in the Donbass area. Uh, that That's not a satisfactory solution at all, because he'll then just be encouraged to keep on. We have neighbors uh, who are from Moldova, and they, they said the people in Moldova are uh, definitely concerned that that's the next, next target for Putin to come after. So uh, a bit more resolve. The, the one that's Silver lining in all this, James, is that the NATO countries that for years have been fearing the uh, Russian army now look at it and see that it may be a bit of a paper tiger. And uh, that would be the thing that Putin doesn't want to go up against 300,000 NATO troops and U.S. troops that we do it. But we come back to that one point, 6,000 missiles, intercontinental missiles, ballistic missiles, and others that could just turn the world upside down. And that, I think, is what Putin is probably counting on. We've got Larry Tracy with us today. So let's talk about the uh, the energy crisis. Uh, there's a lot of green folks out there and in Europe uh, 
A recent poll indicates only 1% of the U.S. people think the climate crisis is the most important problem facing the U.S. Uh, that, that was a really interesting poll that yes. came out with that. <laughs> Bernie Sanders and uh, Oko and the others would probably disagree with that. But, it, uh, yeah, there, there just isn't. The, the technology is simply not there. And they want to transition into uh, Teslas and, and other electric cars. But there, there's no technology for it at this point to do it on a mass basis. And the cost is in, what, $60,000, $70,000 for one of those. So uh, it could be a, a goal in the future to have everything electric. But at this point, it is not. And you see the, the crisis that we're in right here with the high gas prices, uh, which impact on everything, fuel, fertilizer, all of that is is being impacted by it. So uh, the ideal situation would be, would be to, as the old expression was, drill, baby, drill, and get as much of our fossil fuel out right now. At the same time, we'd be developing the electronic, but it may be several years before that's ready. And then you wean yourself off of the fossil fuel at that point and go with that but they it's not ready now so we're in that terrible situation where we're cutting back on fuel but we don't have the ability to go electric yet and uh, that's causing the economic situation which of course then causes a political situation for the administration in power so what to do (laughs) i don't know (laughs) Larry Tracy with us today. Uh, so, Larry, before we let you go, what do you think of uh, Biden having COVID? Well, it probably was inevitable that this would happen. He's in a high-risk category at his age, and he's had these various difficulties. Uh, one of the things that COVID is uh, doing is perhaps give him a little bit of protection for some of his gaps because they say mind fog, or brain fog, I guess it's called, is one of the characteristics that could come out from this, and they could say, well, that's why he said those different things. Like yesterday, he said that growing up in Claymont, Delaware, resulted in him uh, having cancer. Well, he had had skin cancer, yes, but he also used the same story some time back and said it caused him to have asthma. So what was it? They'll say, well, it was brain fog, <laughs> that COVID coming along that caused him that. But they have to watch. He, he's... He's in the high-risk category with his age, and he's got a, a number of other uh, health problems. But he's, he certainly has the best medical care you're ever going to get with, with yeah. the White House and, and everything else. And as I'm talking now, I'm looking out my window, and I'm seeing Walter Reed Hospital. And he may wind up in there just where uh, Trump was when he had it. So um, uh, they're going to they're gonna watch us for a couple of uh, days and see if this—, this uh, Oh, I forget the name of it, Paclois, whatever it was, yes. uh, if it has the effect. They're fairly hopeful on it. But well, Larry, waiting um, in the wings is, is Kamala. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's what freaks a lot of people out, to Larry. Pray for Bud. <laughs> that's what freaks a lot of people out, Larry. Well, before yeah. we let you go, Larry, how do we get your book and everything? Well, just uh, go to Amazon. Um, go in and ask... Just put my name in, Larry Tracy, or just type in Bring Home the Bacon. But you might want to even put the subtitle in there, Become a Persuasive Leader with the Proven S3P3 System. Just have to type a few of those words. Otherwise, 
uh, a book will come up. Uh, number one will be by Garfield the cat. That's awesome. Bring home the bacon. <laughs> you don't want to get that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is tremendous. Well, uh, well, Larry, thanks for doing this, my friend, and I will uh, talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Okay, done. Thank you very much, James. Appreciate it, my man. There he goes. That's Larry Tracy. Bring home the bacon. It is now available on Amazon, and we are going to take a brief time out. I think we've got Sandra Lee coming up. to provide a better life for your family. The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help and you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. Attention Medicare beneficiaries, are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductible you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best Medicare do the work for you. Listening to the Jiggy Jaguar Show on the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. If you have ever thought about remodeling. Jiggy Jaguar is better than me. I didn't change out the liner. I didn't change out the liner. I 
I was trying something complicated today and it just didn't work. So uh, instead of doing uh, things that are going to be continuous and complicated, we are going to go to someone who is not complicated. She is your friend, my friend, and everybody's friend, the fantastic Sandra Lee. How are you, my friend? Sandra, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. There you are. So, uh, you are tremendous. What what do you have for us today, my friend? Oh, I have so many tremendous things to make you smile today. And in this environment, this political nightmare that we have to watch day after day, it's important that we remember to smile, James. So I want to make you feel good. First of all, I want to tell you that uh, this, this is going to make you smile. Biden has a 31% approval rating. I mean, it's gone down to 31%. I mean, that's wow. pretty amazingly low. And that's the general approval rating. But, James, among Latinos, he has a 19% approval rating. Really? So that sounds pretty recent. And I, I don't know about you, but that makes me smile. I'm very That makes me to... smile. Yes. That yes. is awesome. The Latinos, you think they like what's going on at the border? No. Well, are you kidding me? We all crawled on our hands and knees to get in here legally. We waited. We waited. We waited. We did what we had to do. They don't want to see what's happening at the border. It's really a nightmare. But... You know, one of my favorite authors is Dick Morris. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be reporting about his book. It's called The Return, because he's had so many bestsellers. Believe me, I can't keep up with him. He's had 10 New York Times bestsellers, and he's on Fox, and he's on um, Newsmax. But also, he said that Trump is the Republican candidate in 2024, no exceptions, no substitutions. You know, not that we didn't know that. We know that. Mm. We know that. He's way ahead of DeSantis. He's way ahead of anybody who wants to run. A lot of wonderful candidates out there, but they cannot outdo Trump in the Republican Party. So we know he's the guy. And guess what else Dick Morris says? I like him. I, I trust him. He's a great political analyst. He says that Hillary Clinton is loading up her guns and trying to change her image. Good luck with that. <laughs> and she's going to be the one running for president in the Democratic Party. I because, hope not. Because I hate to disappoint you, but Joe Biden is just not popular enough to run. He says he's going to run. And Kamala says she's going to be his running mate. And everybody hates them. And even the Democrats hate them. Do you know how many Democrats are moving from California? Democrats are moving from all over the country. And guess where they're going? To Florida. They're going to Republican states. They're going to Texas. But they sure are not staying in California. The Democrats, even the New York Times say, that Biden cannot run again with an approval rating in the low 30s. I mean, it just it can't work. 
The insiders know that Biden's mental abilities are quickly declining. The insiders, what are you kidding? You think we're dumb, deaf, and blind? I'm not an insider. You're not an insider. All you have to do is look at the man. <laughs> you got to do is look you at the can't guy. Think the insiders, who do they think we're, we're dumb? <laughs> but the economy is spiraling down. It's out of control. The Democrats are responsible for all this nonsense about defunding the police. And they've done so much damage. James, nobody wants to be a policeman. Gazillions of them have retired early. A lot of them have left the forces, and nobody's signing up. Now they can't pay them enough money. They don't want to be a policeman. It's thank you, but no thank you. That, now we're in trouble because we need protection. No wonder everybody's going out and getting a gun. I mean, they have to protect <laughs> themselves. And now, you know, I'm, That's not, awesome. I'm not a very good shot, James. I don't know about you. You may have to protect me. Biden is not respected around the world. I was so embarrassed when he went to these different countries to ask for oil. And he was an idiot. In Saudi Arabia, they looked at him like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, he's just not taken seriously anywhere. And when Trump was president, we were just gushing in oil. We were Everything about the country was thriving, which is why China turned on us. But boy, did Trump make us into a threat. And China had, China likes slow death. You know what I mean? They like to drip, drip, drip. They, that's what they call Chinese water torture. They like to do this slowly. And Trump was coming on so hard and so fast that they did the China virus. Okay, I get it. It's a new kind of war, but it's a war. And now the Republicans are taking over the House and the Senate in this next election. It's coming up, so please, I'm begging any listeners, I'm begging you vote. I'm begging you vote Republican, and I'm begging you to stop the pre-election voting, the ballot harvesting, the drop boxes, and insist on signature verification. Do everything you can. Go to the polls. Monitor the polls. I mean, I went once to the poll, and I, some Democrat tried to keep me from voting. You got to fight for your right to vote, so you be sure that you uh, you get there. You promise me you'll vote, right? Oh, I vote every single election. I I vote if they I vote if they put up a special election for dog catcher. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. And guess guess who the Republicans are thinking about putting on on the ballot. Gavin Newsom, don't even think about it. He's just nuts trying to get. He's just nuts. That's awesome. Vote for Gavin. He's just nuts. Who's just a child? I mean, he's just a child. I can't take him seriously as a presidential candidate. Cory Becker, really? No. Stacey Abrams, no contest there. Bernie Sanders, that day is over. Elizabeth Warren, very unlikable. Yeah, she, she, yeah. I can't even say her name. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Well, guess what? I like the way she dresses. Pretty close, pretty girl. Smart, but stupid. Does that make sense? I mean, I know she's smart, but she speaks intelligently, and she's interesting. 
but her ideas are stupid, and I would never vote for her. So I hope that her pretty dresses are not going to fool people. Um, I was very sad about Ivana Trump this week. I thought Trump handled that with as much dignity as he could. The Democrats are trying to pass, fasten your seatbelt, a 1,000-page piece of legislation which will cost $250 billion of reckless spending, a lot of Green New Deal stuff. And we're not going to stand for that while Hunter Biden gets away with murder. I mean, literally murder, financial, this terrible sexual history that he has. It's really disgusting. And they're covering it up and covering it up and covering it up. And I've had enough of that. That is for sure. Americans are sick of it. And Sandra Lee is sick of it. But here's one thing you will not be sick of. Yes. Buy my book, Sandra Lee, Dear Donald, Letters from a Loving Deplorable. I, I wrote that man so many love letters. I can't even tell you. And then the second book is Dear Donald, Four More Years, Balloons. I've got balloons and stars, and I can't wait till he wins. And I was heartbroken that he didn't win. He won. That thing was stolen. And someday it'll be utterly proven. They're fighting all the proof that he has. He has the proof. And he will make that known. Just fasten your seatbelt and get ready for that celebration. And now I'm motivated to finish my third book, which is Dear Donald, A Rainbow in a Winter Sky, because he's made it pretty clear that he is running for president. And I'm making it pretty clear to you that he is going to win. Thank you, God. So that's the good news that I wanted to give to you today, James. Well, Sandra, I really appreciate you making time for us today. I will talk to you next week. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, dear, and you too. Appreciate it. There she goes. That is Sandra Lee. And uh, that is our program. So... We will inevitably, as they say, I don't know who's saying it, I don't know why they're saying it, but they are indeed saying it. We will see you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.